0: Hi, this is Alana Terry, and you are listening to the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. I'm really glad you joined us for Season 4. We are streaming daily chapters from full-length Christian fiction audiobooks just for you. And the sponsor for this season of the Unabridged Podcast is is Blessing on the Run, which is also the audiobook you're going to listen to. So, if you would like to listen to the entire audiobook at once, you can go to alonaterry.com slash blessing to get your free audiobook copy, or you can tune in right now for today's chapter of Blessing on the Run.
1: Chapter 7 "'Geez, the way you're acting, you'd think i just burned down your parents' house "'instead of proposing to you.' "'Damien's reference to my mom and dad's home hits too close. "'Of course, he's right. "'From the moment we got into the car to drive back to our place, "'I've been letting him hear how I feel. "'But obviously, he doesn't know about Jared "'or the way he threatened to hurt my family "'if I didn't do exactly what he demanded.' but I'm way too stressed for this kind of argument. It's Christmas Eve. I don't have time or energy for this. I haven't wrapped any of the presents, not that there will be many, and Mom's expecting us back at her place to watch Tyson open his stocking by nine tomorrow morning. With as poorly as I'm sleeping on top of all the stress about Jared, stress that my now fiancé has no idea about because I haven't mentioned a word about it, I really can't handle an argument. Which doesn't exactly explain why I'm yelling. But there's irony for you, right? Next time, you talk to me before blurting out our business in front of everyone like that. Calm down, he tells me, like I'm some child who needs to be soothed. Everyone was happy for us, even your dad. I don't care what everyone was for us, What I care about is that you completely ignored all that we'd talked about when it came to us, the pregnancy, everything, because you had to do it your way, just like always. Do house hunting your way, so I'm raising my son in a freaking ghetto. Do our engagement your way, so I'm totally humiliated on Christmas Eve. Do birth control your way and now I'm fat and nauseous and can't keep anything down. His knuckles are strained on the steering wheel, but I don't care. If he didn't want a scene, he shouldn't have made one at my parents. And on Christmas Eve... Thank God Tyson's spending the night over there and doesn't have to see us fight like this. That boy loves Damien so much, he'd probably take his side anyway. My cell rings. "'It's Jared. I can't even. Why does he keep bothering me? Didn't I tell him to wait until after the holidays?' "'Hello. I'm so angry I don't even care that I'm talking to an ex-boyfriend my now fiancé knows nothing about, an ex-boyfriend with secrets devastating enough that Damien would never forgive me if he found out. What do you want?' I demand. "'Whoa!' Jared says, his voice full of fake hurt. Merry Christmas to you too, babe. Why are you calling? Damien glances over at me, but I shoot him such an angry stare, he won't dare look at me again for the rest of this conversation. Calm down. It's the holidays, remember? I can't stand the way his voice is so soothing, the way I remember falling to sleep listening to him talk on the phone with his business partners. A voice that could lull me into oblivion, no matter how stressed out or anxious I was feeling. A voice that reminds me of happier days. No, that's the nostalgia talking, nothing else. Jared is part of my past, and I need to keep him there where he belongs— I'm an engaged woman now, an engaged pregnant woman with a five-year-old son I'm trying my hardest to keep from getting kicked out of yet another preschool. I don't have energy for this low-life convict. I have already wasted enough years on him. What do you want? He still has that casual, cool sound to his voice. He's probably not only drunk, but totally stoned. Stupid. I should have called the cops on him the very first night he came into the bank. I just want to talk to you. I miss you. The sad thing is, if I weren't so mad at Damien for embarrassing me like that at my parents, I might allow myself the luxury of enjoying that familiar tone, the soothing rhythm. God knows how many nights we spent together completely strung out, perfectly content in our own little world. The rest of life with him may have been hell, but those nights together were paradise. I have to stop, have to snap myself out of this hypnosis. I remember how mad I am at my fiancé and redirect that anger toward Jared. If you don't have anything important to tell me, just leave me alone. All right, if that's how you feel. He doesn't sound hurt which I hate to admit is disappointing. Does he care that I'm pushing him away? Of course he doesn't. Just wanted to know if you've thought any more about my little proposition, Jared says. I am so ready for this man to be out of my life. No. No, you haven't thought about it? No, I'm not going to do it, I correct him. Not only that, but I'm calling the cops and letting them know you've broken your restraining order. That piece of paper's so old it's not even worth the ink it's printed with, he tells me. Damien is looking at me cautiously now, but I ignore him. Whatever questions he's got, we'll have to wait. Just leave me alone and stop trying to call. I hope my voice comes across as stubborn and angry as I feel. I've been accused of giving Jared mixed messages in the past, a mistake I certainly can't afford to repeat right now. I don't want to hear from you again. What about our deal, babe? We were going to cut you in 20% for your help. I don't care about your deal, and if I hear one more word from you about it, I'm telling security. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. His voice turned expressionless and cold, like ice pricks in my spine. You sure you don't want to reconsider? I sense the warning in his tone and recall those threats he's made in the past. But right now, I'm too pumped full of adrenaline and rage to care. I've got the law on my side. I'm not taking any risks now that things are finally starting to shape up in my life. And if he's going to rob a bank... It's not going to be on my watch. No, I am not going to reconsider. This time, there's no question whether or not I'm sending mixed signals. Anyone within a mile could hear me loud and clear. True story. I'm sorry to hear that. He lowers his voice and adds, but not nearly as sorry as you're gonna be. Chapter 8 Damien's staring at me like I just told him I'm pregnant with a water buffalo. As soon as I got off the phone, he wanted to know what that conversation was about, and it's taken me all the way until now to fill him in on just the minor details. He sits with a half-eaten plate of nachos in front of him in our cluttered living room. I told myself I'd clean up before Christmas but the stress from having Jared jump back into my life, coupled with how tired I've been from this pregnancy, kept me from my good intentions. I hate living like this, but I suppose it's more than I deserve. At least we're out of government housing, and even though we can barely afford rent, we still haven't fallen behind. Thank God people tend to tip Damien more around the holidays, or we couldn't afford our heating bill in this drafty apartment. So are you going to call the cops? He asks once I tell him the entire story. Everything except for Jared's threat to expose my secret about the baby. I shrug. Not unless he keeps bothering me, but I think he's gone for good. I hope my voice sounds more certain than I feel. I can't believe you didn't tell me this sooner. He's abandoned his plate of nachos and is now pacing the length of the living room, all ten feet of it. Calm down, I say. I didn't tell you because it was something I knew I could handle on my own, which I just did. Damien mumbled something under his breath. Seriously, we're going to get into another fight? What'd you say? Damien stops pacing. I said, maybe that's our problem right there. It's a good thing Damien's never dreamed of becoming a comedian because of that terrible timing. You're going to start this right now, on Christmas Eve? I add, in case he's forgotten what day it is. I'm not the one starting it. You started it in the car when you ripped into me for proposing to you. I never asked you to propose to me. It's a dumb thing to say, but it's the first thing that jumps into my head. Of course, not. That's why it's called a proposal. What's that supposed to mean? I demand, and apparently he doesn't know because he grabs his plate of nachos and slams it onto the counter for no reason. Most girls are happy to get engaged. You know that from first-hand experience. I ask. You done this sort of thing before? There's no reason for me to egg him on, but I don't care. He's the one who started it. He stands in front of me, his hands balled into fists. But I'm not worried. I've survived, Jared. Does Damien think I'd be scared of him? I can't believe how selfish you're acting, he says. So now I'm selfish because I'm not gushing over the ring he forced on me with everyone watching, a ring I never asked for and certainly didn't want this Christmas? I pry it off my fingers, He didn't even bother to find out my size, and with my hands all swollen from the pregnancy, it's nearly impossible to wrench loose. What are you doing? He demands. Giving this back. I finally wrench it free and shove it into his palm. Maybe next time you'll actually listen when a girl tells you she's not ready to talk to her family. He's staring at me like I just sprouted demon horns. I get up and head toward the door. Wait, he says. Where are you going? To my parents, and don't bother stopping by tomorrow, either. I'll text you to figure out a time I can come and get my things. You're leaving? Give the boy a genius point. Get out of my way, I huff. I don't even bother with a coat as I yank the keys off their holder, fling open the front door, and storm out into the dark, wintry night.
0: Alana Terry here. I hope you enjoyed today's installment of Blessing on the Run. Please don't forget that you can listen to the entire audiobook of Blessing on the Run when you purchase it from Audible or wherever it is that you like to listen to digital audiobooks. Or you can go to alanaterry.com blessing to download your free copy. Thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you soon.